the pro driver that was sitting next to me told me I had to slow down <laughs> because he was getting a little, a little nervous with me going around the curves. I wasn't losing control or anything. He just wasn't ready for me to, to be aggressive like I was. Welcome to the Miles and the Markers podcast. Today is Thursday, August 11th. It's a beautiful morning here in Phoenix, Arizona, as we look into mile 32, be ready to pivot. So for those of you who follow the podcast, by the way, I'm Gene Girdley, author of the book of the same name, The Miles and the Markers, 52 Weeks of Experiences to Improve Your Life and Enhance your journey. Previously in the book, I talked about working with Mitsubishi. It was a great time working with the manufacturer and about producing some video scripts with JD Power and Associates. And as time went on with Mitsubishi, I had more and more opportunities come my way, including a new opportunity to oversee and coach other trainers and to host product and process training videos. So when I finally left Mitsubishi in December of 2019, one of the things I had wanted to do was work with other companies hosting their product videos. So I actually got an agent and officially became an actor for a short period of time. It was uh, Ford Robert Black in Phoenix and uh, went to some acting classes and did a variety of things that were really, really good, actually. Uh, excellent training in understanding a lot of things that I have practiced in doing videos that I do. It was a lot of fun going through those classes too. So that was my objective. And then other things came up, other things came along where I got extremely busy and I wasn't able to pursue any of that any longer. And I told the agent, hey, I just got too many things going on. And guess what? As life would have it, I was doing a lot of on-camera videos. <laughs> so, uh, and I still do much of that today. But one of the videos, now back to the book, included the U.S. launch of the Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution. What a great car. There are enthusiasts all over the world for that vehicle. But I had the opportunity to learn and drive the Evo at Danny McKeever's Fastlane Racing School in Willow Springs, California, and it will never be forgotten. So you arrive there early in the morning. It's out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I don't even remember how long the track is. I think it's three miles or something like that. It's a three-mile track. It's not an oval. It's a curvy, wavy uh, track. And there's one long straightaway that you could really open it up. But other than that, you had to have some driving skills if you were going to uh, drive that vehicle at any high speed at all. And so we had to go through a class. I mean, you actually sat there and learned about the track and learned from the pros uh, what to expect, how to drive the vehicle. 
and those types of things. Well, when I got in the car, and here's really the side, the big side story of this whole um, mile 32. Uh, when I got in the car, the pro driver that was sitting next to me told me I had to slow down <laughs> because he was getting a little, a little nervous with me going around the curves. I wasn't losing control or anything. He just wasn't ready for me to, to be aggressive like I was. And so, um, that was actually a lot of fun to tell that story. But one of the things that he wasn't aware of was that I had done a lot of driving already, not professionally or not on a racetrack, but I'd done a lot of driving, um, on closed courses for training people on how to do a test drive. And when I did in dealership training on how to do a test drive, I would take the students to a closed location, to an empty parking lot, to a big uh, closed parking lot from a mall that had closed down or something like that. And I would do aggressive driving. I would do, I would slam on the brakes. I would do S-curve type maneuvers to show them the stabilizer bars, to show them how traction control worked. And I would do a very slow approach to a right turn at about 15 miles per hour and then make a hard right 90 degree turn and slam on the gas and show how traction control worked and how it was tied to engine performance and how the engine would shut down and showed them the lights on the dash and all of that. So um, anyone who did a test drive with me remembered that test drive because it was very aggressive. So back to the book, I got the opportunity to drive that car hard and also do a number of training videos, including a maintenance video, and got to actually ride in the car with a pro driver in a, a closed course where he cornered so hard and the frame on the vehicle was so stiff that he actually lifted one of the rear wheels off the ground um, in that maneuver. So it was a lot of fun, just a, a heck of a lot of fun, great memories for me. So. Danny McKeever's Fast Lane Racing School, thank you very much for that opportunity. You know, there are still some old VHS videotapes of the Evo customer maintenance video tucked away in Mitsubishi dealerships. <laughs> Whenever I've been in Mitsubishi dealerships, managers bring them out to show from time to time. And so the whole thing was such a great experience. In fact, I just remembered as I'm talking here, uh, Mitsubishi had me do an entire test drive that they videoed with multiple cameras all over the car, in the car. And then they pushed that out to the dealership showing the test drive for an Outlander Sport when that vehicle first came out. Maybe I should try and find out uh, where one of those videos are and uh, see if I can find it and upload it to my YouTube channel and put a link out there. It's great fun. All right, so enough about Gene. Uh, wait a minute. This book's all about me. Okay. <laughs> Back to the book. Soon afterward, an event on the home front required me to pivot once more. It required that I work from home. And actually what happened, this was in 2000. My wife was working as a nurse at the time and, um, she was in the ER and they had an old three-legged stool she was charting on and she reached for something on the counter and the stool flipped out in front of her. She fell straight down, broke her tailbone, uh, herniated 
four discs and she's never worked full-time since. I mean, that was a, a horrible accident in her life. Um, but she was bedridden for quite some time and uh, needing to take care of her, I was required to work from home. So uh, we began our first trek into the automotive training company called Delray Consulting and Development at the time, which we began in California. So now Delray Learning and Development is renamed as the company we now own and operate out of Arizona. Well, working from home has its positives and its negatives. It certainly gives us an advantage when something like COVID has impacted the world and reduced travel to a crawl. So that was obviously several years ago, but now things are somewhat back to normal. Uh, the fortunate thing is the relationships established during my work with Mitsubishi and their network of vendors gave me a foothold to begin working remotely right out of the gate. This gave me the opportunity to pivot so as discussed in other places, technology isn't always perfect. Neither are human beings. When you have 40 plus presenters joining an event virtually from all over the country, you should anticipate a few hiccups. We did and we were ready. So besides pivoting in your job, pivoting in your career, pivoting in any day-to-day -day operation that you're doing, this is where the title for uh, Mile 32 comes in, Be Ready to Pivot. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger quoted quite a lot on the topic of having a backup plan. He says, forget plan B. To test yourself and grow, you have to operate without a safety net, end quote. So I write in the book, I suppose that depends on whether you're risking your own life or the lives of others. Carl Walenda, who many people know of the Flying Walenda family, died on live TV falling from a tightrope. And he'd been super experienced at it. It was a tragedy. But he knew the risk, so he was prepared for that. And again, it only impacted him personally. Now, when I've done broadcasts in the past where others expect me to deliver, a backup plan is important. During one particular show that we were doing, an online event, one of our guests' Wi-Fi crashed and they were unable to join us on time. But having prepared a discussion to jump to in case of a technical challenge made us look good. The pivot went seamlessly and the show continued without any evidence of a problem. Now, I didn't write this in the book, but there was another situation on an online event where because I had noticed that high-speed Wi-Fi we'd been using had had enough instances of going out, you know, once a month or something like that and being down for several hours, I decided to go ahead and get a backup server. And the week after I got that server, the other internet crashed and we had to switch midstream of the show to that server, the secondary server. And I was so thankful that I had a plan B. So whether you look at it as a plan B or whether you look at it as just the ability to pivot or to plan or to strategize or to think about everything that could go wrong, which again, by the way, anyone who read, read one of my posts this week about negativity and how, how being negative saved my friend's life, um, when you're planning and you're even in goal setting, right? Zig Ziglar's plan for goal setting. Consider all the obstacles, all the things that could go wrong. 
And that means you have to think about the negative things that could happen. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, counting the cost of a project is another post that I did this week. So, um, like I've said in my post, I'm an overall positive person, uh, but I also see the big picture of things. Things go wrong. So being ready to pivot in life is critical. And so the mile marker is be prepared when things don't go as planned, expect the unexpected, make alternate or backup plans and be ready to implement them at a moment's notice. So that is mile marker 32. Mile marker 33 is believe in your abilities. And we'll get to that. Um, we'll see when I get to that next week because I'm traveling next week. So uh, thank you all so much for listening. I appreciate the audience, the feedback, the remarks for what I've done with this podcast and all the encouragement from friends and family. And go out and make it a great rest of your week. God bless.